Faggy has hit him big time. Houston, let's get in the loop. All the jokes are coming fast and furious every time y'all talk about this guy. With Landry Locker. Landry, I mean, you're going to be in midday forever now. And John Lopez. On occasion, Lopez makes a statement that's so ludicrous. It makes me pick my phone up and call you guys. You're in the loop on Houston's Sports Leader. Your champ, 610. Sports Radio (laughs) 610. All right, so with all the positive changes with the Texans, has the biggest problem remained the same and perhaps gotten worse? I'm talking about the offensive line. I heard John Harris this morning with Sean and Seth, and I've said it, you've said it. I I think if you follow the money and you look at what's happened, it seems like the Texans, for better or worse, you don't feel awesome about the offensive line, but you feel like they're, quote, set because of everything that they've, invested in the in the O-line. Mm-hmm. You have the highest paid left tackle in the league. You have the high you have one of the highest paid right tackles in the league. You have one of the highest paid right guards in the league. You have a left guard who's a first round pick. You have another guy who's a second round pick that might play center and you have an array of other guys in the mix. Mm-hmm. So when we say that the Texans are set, we're not even saying that they're set at the offensive line like as far as you feel awesome that this is going to be one of the best offensive lines in the league. It's that they're set and that they've invested a lot in there. And C.J. Stroud is a good enough quarterback to where maybe he can overcome a meh offensive line, which he did this season without Titus Howard. And we don't even know what Titus Howard is going to be. But I heard John Harris say this, John. Mm -hmm. And it got me thinking. The offensive line has been a problem for this organization for a long time. Even when they've invested, it's been a problem with King Bill and with Nick Casario. Here's what John Harris said, and it it just had me wondering. Is the Texans' biggest problem remaining the same, and, and, and is there something that they can do about it, or are they stuck? Limmer is fantastic. And I, I know we've, we, you know, we've talked about the Texans in the interior and how they're going to do this. If they ended up drafting Limmer on day three, I, I would dance a jig in the studio. He is tough. He's physical. He's played both center and guard. Um, he's, he's strong. Um, it obviously doesn't show up on sweat on that rep. But if you saw the rep from the day before, you'd yeah. see a guy that's 305, 310 getting up under a 370 guy and moving him two yards off the line of scrimmage. So I really like, I like Limmer. Um, I talked to a few of the scouts there. They really, they really like him. Okay. Um, as an interior player, I think Limmer would be a really, really good fit um, for the Texans. But I, you know, again, they've put so many assets into the offensive line. It was kind of hard to watch the offensive line and fall in love with guys because just I don't know that they're going to end up um, in in Houston. That last part right there is what you were talking about, right? Because I I, I thought the same thing uh, when I heard that. It's like. Well, what are we doing here? If you're trying to find those final pieces everywhere, um, why are we just sort of like raising our hands and saying, well, except the offensive line because we're, quote, set. By the way, set, I don't like the connotation on set because set means like you're good to go, right? We got to come up with something. Like they're trapped. They're, they're trapped. Stuck. They're, they're stuck with the offensive line. That's better, Figgy. Um, so if you're like, all we got to do is tweak here and tweak there. All we got to do is find one player here and one player there. Man, why are you just tossing up your hands and saying, oh, well, except the offensive line? I, I, I said this last week. I know it's very, very, very difficult. You got to find a way, man. 
you got to find you got to manipulate i don't know what redo con- i don't know uh but 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 you got to find a way if you're just like tweaking why are you just like raising a white flag on the offensive line well hopefully they'll well, be better i i i don't disagree it's just you're stuck man you're stuck but I I don't know if it's a bad thing. Like I, it's not like being stuck with like, like it's it's not like being stuck with Brock Osweiler or something like that, where they found their way to get out of it. They got yeah. creative and they like. I don't feel like it's like that much stuck. I think it can function, but I. It's almost like having a car with a hundred thousand miles on it that doesn't that doesn't run as well as you'd like. You can make it work, mm-hmm. but let's say that you're upside down in that in in that car. It, you you're still not you're still not getting your return on investment. Would you drive it to the Super Bowl? Yeah. No. I don't. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know that the Texans. I don't know that we'll we'll find a place where we look at the Texans' offensive line and we look at the chunk of pie that it's taking through draft equity, through salary cap, et cetera. I don't know that we'll get to a place and say, man, they're really getting their their money's worth there. Right. And that's yeah. and that's unfortunate. It shouldn't be. But there there are other ways that you can make it better, but but I I think that's just what it is though. No, no, it is what it is. I don't want to say it is what it is, but I but in this situation I think it fits. So do you just raise the white flag and say, Oh well, when everything else is pointing toward maybe a, a run at the conference championship, if not further? I'll put it this way. If it, it will be a damn shame. It will be a real damn shame. That with how we feel about D'Amico's ability to call defense, with how we feel about the potential next step, which is an elite step for Derek Stingley, Will Anderson, Christian Harris, C.J. Stroud, Nico Collins and Tank Dell continuing to develop, and Nick Casario and D'Amico Ryan's filling in those holes, it will be, I mean, it'll be more than a kick to the junk. It'll almost be a John Wayne Bobbitt mm-hmm. uh, removal of the junk. If the offensive line is what prevents you from getting where you want to get, given everything that you've invested in it, yes, and and, and it also the 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 worst thing about it, it, it of all the possibilities, it seems like the most realistic thing that could end up being something that we look at a year from now and say, "Damn, they paid Titus Howard like an elite right tackle. He ain't that." Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna put some names on this. Because I think it's going to illustrate even more. Are you going to put offensive line free agents? No, no, like no, okay. no, 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 no. I don't no, want to no, go no. in those sticks. No, right imagine this. And, and I tried to make it as realistic as possible, okay? Realistic in a perfect world. Let's say they sign Gabe Davis uh, as a free agent wide receiver. I was talking about him yesterday. Let's say they sign Saquon Barkley. And they, they draft Blake Corum, the receiver out of Michigan. And we're going into camp. We're going into the 2024 season saying, man, we got all these dudes. We got C.J. Stroud. We got, you know, whatever. They get another tight end somewhere down the road. Oh, wait a minute. How good are they going to be with this offensive line? Like, if you get if you got Gabe Davis, Saquon, draft a Blake Corum, draft a tight end that's pretty good, we're like, hell yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. It depends on the offensive line. That's what I'm saying. You have to figure out something. You can't just raise the white flag on a position that is that crucial. Maybe you're going to say, oh, well, they're making the offensive line better, and maybe they will. But we're going to have this question four, five, eight games into next season if, if, if until they start proving otherwise. 
Even if you get all these guys. I mean, what do you do, though, man? There's nothing. I mean, it's, it, like, it's nothing, bro. Unless you, like, take your loss and try to trade somebody. All right, let me ask you this. What do you do? Like, what do you do, Figgy? And and, and, and you you and I can relate to this. I don't know if Lopez can. Um, sorry, it's just been you've, – you've been very established for a long time, sir. Mm-hmm. What do you do when you sign a bad lease? You try to make do, right? Yeah. You try to make do. You try to you try to figure out like or, what, what am I gonna do here? Or, or some people try to skip out on that lease, man, I and mean, just take the bad credit. Oh, that's a long term problem. That, that's what I'm saying. Like ooh, so do so do Nick Casario try to possibly trade Titus or something and now, just I, have no to, one wants that. I, I I know that, but Who's going to trade for him? Yeah, of all the but like, it's going to be a lump side trade if he do. It, it yeah. seems like a small thing, but like right now, like I'm looking at Titus Howard and I'm saying, man, like I guess I'm glad they don't need a right tackle, but I don't know. I'm not comfortable enough to say they don't need a right tackle. No, <laughs> that's no. I mean, that's what that's that's how I feel about it. Like I, I'm not even comfortable enough to say that. Like is Titus Howard as good at what he does as Devin Singletary is? And we're saying they got to upgrade Devin Singletary. No, like we've, we've seen no. like is is Titus Howard as a right tackle, and we, we I mean hell, he probably should be there the whole time, but that's another issue on itself. We won't go in those sticks, but we're we're sitting here saying, man, Nico Collins was awesome, Tank Dell was awesome, but hey, maybe they should sign Mike Evans. Maybe they should try to yeah. upgrade, right? Yeah. We're, we're we're sitting here saying, hey, you know, uh, Devin Singletary, he did a good job. He was better than David Pierce, but hey, they, they probably need to upgrade that, right? Mm-hmm. Titus Howard's is kind of there. I mean, I, how good is he? he uh, he's because he's top five. The point is, he's a top five highest paid right tackle right now. Yeah, that's the whole issue. How's that going to work? I don't know. I hope it works great. I hope he's awesome. I mean, if he if if he can attack uh, like he does, searching his name on Twitter, then then you're in good shape. Then you you got you got bookends right there. No, but I. I, I can't sit here and pound the table and say, okay, the Texans are set at, are, are set on the offensive line. Well, that's why I put those names. You would be set everywhere, but then you would go, oh, wait. You know, we got we to gotta see how the offensive line plays. Oh, it's only one of the most important things there is yeah. to C.J. Stroud. Because right now it feels, like, it feels like with this offensive line, Saltgrass is one of my favorite restaurants. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite restaurants. I uh, love Saltgrass. I am aware. I'm a big fan. Yes, sir. But I don't want to pay state 48 prices for Saltgrass. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like the Texans are doing with their offensive line. Yeah. You're going to Saltgrass and, and the check comes out and all of a sudden you're dealing with the three-figure check instead of the yeah. nice two-figure check that makes Saltgrass Saltgrass. Still good. Yeah. Still some good food. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's you don't, you don't really – most people don't go – I got a steak at Kirby Ice House the other day. Yeah. 25 bucks. What a deal. Yeah. I enjoyed the heck out of it. Yeah. Would I have paid 130 for it? Exactly. Nope. That's what I feel like they're doing. <laughs> nope. Yeah, that's what I feel. That's what yeah. I feel like's going on right now. Yeah. Yeah. We got we got uh, some ground beef chuck, and uh, <laughs> we're paying for fillets. And uh, and hopefully that changes. That can change. We can see. I mean, maybe it becomes more cohesive. Maybe the running back makes the offensive line better. CJ naturally all that type. No, of that's stuff. what I'm saying. We'll that's going to be said. It's not a lost cause. But we won't know until what four, five, six games into the season. But I don't look at it as a lost cause. Do you? Ooh, <laughs> oh, I, just, my. I didn't say anything. Hey, yeah, and sometimes not saying anything speaks volumes, sir. Landry Locker, John Lopez, Figgy Fig with you here on Houston Sports Leader, Sports Radio 610. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I didn't say anything. Is that problem still here? Coming up, C.J. Stroud goes national Super Bowl business is picking up. We're going to localize it next.